This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to the Invisible Asia podcast, a series in which The Straits Times casts the spotlight on little seen or talked about segments of society across the region. I'm your narrator, Janing Tan. China's short-term laborers. When Wei Xiaoqiang was a little boy, he had big dreams. As he says, I was born in 1978. When I was young, I wanted to become a designer or a journalist. Today, he is an odd job worker, a familiar face at the Ma Jiqiao labor market in the outskirts of China's sprawling capital of Beijing. Xiaoqiang would be there early each morning, jostling with hundreds of other casual workers like himself, eager for a chance to earn his keep for the day. There, recruiters lined the streets, shouting out job offerings over each other's voices. Employment firms display handwritten posters advertising for workers. These jobs are all for short-term positions. Most of them menial and manual. They pay anywhere from 160 to 320 yuan a day. That's about 30 to 60 bucks in Singapore, or 25 to 50 US dollars. Some hire temporary cleaners, part-time factory workers, or short-term security guards. Others don't even mention the nature of the work. Job seekers just turn up and say they will work for that daily wage. The recruiters may then assess their suitability for a minute or two, and then shepherd them onto a waiting bus nearby to take them to their new workplace for the day. Nobody talks about their dreams, aspirations, or ambitions. At the Majiqiao labor market, no one even cares. When Xiaoqiang spoke to us, he had been in Beijing for about six months, since he arrived in the capital from his hometown in northern Jilin Province. He has worked in several factories and logistics companies. He has sorted parcels, moved car parts from place to place, and loaded and driven trucks all around the city. Most days after work, he comes home to his rented room. Sometimes he collapses straight onto his bed. With his shoes still on, and a day's grime on his face, some days in winter he says he works until his perspiration hangs like frost on his jacket. Sometimes, when we can't even keep up with the pace at work, they will push us, even though we are already working very hard. If we can't keep up, Sometimes, they hold back our pay. Sometimes, when I return home from work, I'm just so tired—not just physically tired, but also in my heart. Xiaoqiang works up to twelve hours a day, and as many as six days a week. He makes about five thousand yuan a month. That's one thousand Singapore dollars, or about seven hundred and seventy USD. 
That's more than three times what he would have earned doing the same jobs back at home in Jilin province. Still, it's not a situation he would willingly remain in. I want to do something different. Maybe be a supervisor in some company. I mean, who wants to do short-term manual work like mine? But I just don't have the qualifications. My ambitions... They are all just empty dreams. You're listening to the Invisible Asia podcast series. Catch all nine episodes of Invisible Asia over the next few weeks on the Straits Times podcast channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Like us and give us a rating. Back to our Invisible Asia series. Beijing's Ma Jiqiao market is a magnet for migrants from the northeastern provinces. Those seeking work at such markets are mostly men in their 20s to 40s, like Xiao Qiang. Their incomes usually put them above China's poverty line, and so they receive much less attention and aid from the media and authorities. Unlike the country's poorest rural workers who may at least hold stable jobs, these short-term laborers in the urban areas do work that's predominantly casual and uncontracted, leaving them deeply vulnerable to exploitation. Mr. Jeffrey Crothall, a spokesman for China Labor Bulletin, a Hong Kong-based labor rights group, describes these workers as being at the bottom of the food chain. They're not protected by legal contracts, don't receive social security contributions for their work, are unlikely to be covered by accident insurance and constantly face the risk of not being paid at all, and ill-equipped with the skills for more secure high-level jobs open to other urbanites, they often find themselves unable to advance. So, they remain trapped at the bottom rungs of the social ladder. There are no official figures to show how many of China's 290 million rural migrants work under these conditions. Yet, more are increasingly being drawn into such short-term work arrangements, all to seek a better life in the big cities. Short-term labor markets across China, like Ma Jiqiao, have, in recent years, been romanticized for the gig worker lifestyle they offer, allowing laborers to gan yi tian, wan san tian, which means to work for a day and party for three. But as Xiao Qiang puts it, the stark reality is, they're in this because they simply cannot find any other work. It's a lonely, very, very lonely lifestyle. In Beijing, you have no one to rely on. Your friends, they're always busy. We all go out early. We come home late. We don't get to meet. It's a very lonely life. I'm getting older. Frankly, most people my age should strive to have a stable income and stop living such an uncertain life. I can only live by the day and hope my luck stays good. As technological advancements and automation push down demand for low-skilled labor in China, Workers like Xiao Qiang will find it increasingly harder to find jobs and more difficult to make ends meet. Left unaddressed, this problem could lead to social instability, 
as anger accumulates among such workers who feel disenfranchised and left behind as the country progresses. The Chinese government recognizes the scale of the problem and has taken steps to fix it, according to Mr. Huang Tianlei, research fellow at the Peterson Institute for International Economics, a U.S.-based think tank. It's a mammoth task ahead. After eliminating absolute poverty last year, it aims to develop industries in the countryside so that rural workers can find work close to home. Mr. Huang adds that the rural education system will have to be overhauled to prepare rural youths for the jobs of the future. Meanwhile, for the hundreds of millions like Cao Qiang, who have already migrated to the urban areas, China will have to find ways to upgrade their skills. Xiao Qiang, however, isn't waiting around for help to come his way. He has recently bought a second-hand laptop and is learning basic design skills online. He is finally taking a shot at his childhood dream, at the age of 43. Quoting a Chinese proverb, he told the Straits Times, Even the murky Yellow River has days when it runs clear. My luck, I believe, will eventually change. You've been listening to Invisible Asia. This episode is on China's short-term laborers. And I'm your narrator, Jianning Tan. Do check out the full story by Denson Cheong in The Straits Times. We have a link in our podcast text description below. And don't forget to subscribe to The Straits Times podcast channel on your favorite audio apps, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts for the next episode of Invisible Asia. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.